Welcome to Chaos Chronicles, hosted by Cassandra and Sierra, the podcast where we dive into the delicious chaos of life. From wild stories to outrageous adventures, we've got it all. But a word of warning and a quick disclaimer, folks, this is not your grandma's podcast. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only. Some of the content may not be suitable for younger listeners, so discretion is advised. But buckle up and get ready for the ride, because on Chaos Chronicles, anything can happen. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Chaos Chronicles with Cassandra and Sierra. I'm Sierra, and this is Cassandra. Hey guys. We're on season two, episode two, and we're today we're going to talk about crimes of passion. But first, let's check in. All right. <laughs> so sorry. <laughs> you're fine. All right. So let's see. I have had a rather stressful week. Um, more so, just more demanding than normal. Um, and it was Valentine's Day week, so. Mm-hmm. Or at least it it would have been by the time this airs or would have aired, um, but you know we didn't really uh, do much for Valentine's Day, but it was still nice. Um, I told Mike I didn't want to do anything because our you have Christmas and then our wedding anniversary is in January, so mm-hmm. it, like it falls back to back. So I was like, no, I'm good, and he uh, ended up getting me roses. And Ooh, uh, I know as I point to roses in the back of my office and like my favorite candy. Other than that, it was pretty like low key. We did like a little thing for Wee Man, got him some like gnomes and like, like a little candy. He loved, he's like has his obsession with Pez. So didn't really, other than that, you know, it was pretty low key week. What about you? Um, well, let's see. It was Valentine's Day, like you said, and we didn't do anything. Actually, I took him out to dinner on Monday for Valentine's Day. I took him, you know, no, I took him on Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday. I took him out to dinner for Valentine's Day at Chili's because that's where he wanted to go. So there's that. Um, He got me some leggings I wanted, but wasn't going to spend the money on them because they were expensive. Um... I did my taxes, but didn't file them because it depresses me. Um, that's that's about it, I think. None of my kids got hurt this week, knock on wood. Actually, you know what? I lied. Tucker fell off his bike today, and he's got a big, like, scrape across his back. Oh, well, that's awesome. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well... I hope I hope they feel okay. Boys are freaking awful. Um, You're driving me absolutely nuts. No, I don't want to be put in that camera. Hold on, my cam, my microphone changed for some random reason. Okay, here we go. And we're back. And we're back. Take two. Um, that's. I'm still. I hope they they feel better and uh tax season also sucks by the way i'm not a fan um all right so we didn't really have a very exciting week um no and the parts of our week that were slightly exciting we're not allowed to talk about um so (laughs) there is that um just a reminder 
that this episode um, could end up being extremely graphic. Um, it is not not suitable for anyone um, under the age of 13. Um, 7, 16? I don't know. We'll give or take. Basically, just proceed with caution. Um, mm-hmm. So this episode, like Sierra stated, we're going to be talking about crimes of passion. So one of the things that came to mind when Sierra and I were thinking about our next theme, especially for Valentine's Day, it's kind of like, have you ever loved so much that it killed you? And that's what sparked true mm-hmm. And if anyone knows Sierra and I, we could talk true crime like it's nothing. Um, yes. And that's kind of where we're going with this one. Yep. So originally it was kind of, do we focus on serial killers? Do we focus on, you know, just crime in general? Um, and Sierra and I both took totally different focus <laughs> to that. But yes. you know what? It will still end up being good because it is true crime related. Um, yes. And one of, one of mine does involve kids. So if you are a little sensitive to that, that is a trigger warning. Um, and I'll make sure to note trigger warning before we talk about it. Um, so yeah, so yeah. we are going to kind of start with, um, we each have three that we kind of thought mm-hmm. uh, stuck out. Um, so we're kind of just going to go over the, the crimes, maybe what led to them, what we think about it. Um, and kind of just talk about it, you know, just NBD, you know, <laughs> basically kind of like what we do every day. So, you know, <laughs> well, Sierra, I will kick it off to you. Um, I'm actually going to toss in like a new one that I didn't think about until probably like two minutes ago when you started talking about the disclaimer and Valentine's Day. You've heard of Lorena Bobbitt, right? The name sounds familiar. Okay, so this is going to be super short and sweet. Nobody died, I don't think, but a part of someone did. So her, she was dating this guy for a while or whatever, and I guess he was stepping out on her. So she just chopped off his penis. Chucked it out the car window. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, that was one that came to mind. I was thinking Valentine's Day and, um, you know, what better talk about than having your pp chopped off not gonna lie though like if you so if you've ever if you've ever been cheated on or stepped out on or whatever like Mm -hmm. that thought definitely definitely could cross your mind and i could see it totally see it and i mean i'm not saying it's right i'm not saying go do it um no but i could totally see that be like okay well you've been with me for so long we're married have kids and you're gonna go and do that yeah no not anymore like yeah I yeah um no, totally I could, I could totally see it um it's like what that Carrie Underwood song like before he cheats yes he let's see and maybe do that instead I mean don't do that I didn't say that but you know <laughs> oh. um I forgot about that one that's a good one right yeah all right so go into your next one then okay so my next one is bell gunness um basically bell was somebody that migrated over here from a european country and 
she had a husband who mysteriously died. She got all his money and then she migrated over here, right? Then she had another husband and then he mysteriously also died um, on the pig farm that they owned together. Uh, and then she started putting ads in like the local paper and like the not so local paper for a husband um, and basically would write letters back and forth to them and get them to fall in love with her. And then um, she basically would feed them to her pigs. And she was real pumped about that because she just kept cashing in on like, <clears throat> excuse me, she kept cashing in on the uh, life insurance checks. And then at one point, she was raising her dead husband's children and all of a sudden the kids went missing too. So trigger warning. They also ended up in the pig sty area being eaten by the pigs. Um, yeah. <laughs> She's That's a delight. Yeah. And this was in 1908. So like the Titanic hadn't even sunk yet. And this That's lady's out here being really a freaking. you're going to compare it to. <laughs> This lady's out here being a black widow and <laughs> the Titanic's still not even, it's still in production. Like Leo hasn't gone down on the ship yet. No, he hasn't. <laughs> he definitely hasn't. I mean, I, the one thing that struck me about that story was like, apparently you could just put ads in asking for marriage, like just stick an ad in a paper and be like, yo, come on down, marry me up, you know, yes. and we'll have a life. Like I, I mean, that definitely is a whole different take on a want ad. Um, yeah. Just like, yeah, I mean, like, yep. And they called her Hell's Bell. It's crazy. Yeah. Pig farm like in Indiana. And she was like, you know what? That sounds real cool. Taking all the insurance money. I'm gonna just chop up some dudes, toss them into the pig pen. And also um, my house boy is going to help me. So, and I guess he reported that there was at least a hundred people that she killed because he helped bury and dismember at least 42 of them. That's awesome. Insane. Yeah. Insane. In the membrane. Um. <laughs> that too. So I guess what we should also do is probably define what crime of passion actually means. So what do you think it means? Um, you know, that's a really good question. I think in some sense you have to, in order to like murder somebody, you have to be passionate about something about the entire thing. Mm -hmm. So you could have like an overzealous idea on what, murder is and you think romanticize that in your own brain and then you make that like something that and then you are extremely excited about it and it takes that to a whole new level of passion so to say um or it could be done out of anger because you've been cheated on or like mm -hmm. what what have you I don't really have a good definition of it other than you've done it with a strong emotion behind it maybe and that's really vague no, I, uh, I feel the same way. So like how I also look at it is um, it's a violent crime. First off, they normally know the person or partner um, and it's normally done um, in such a way 
because it's either like a retaliation for some type of like abuse or um, cheating mm-hmm. or, you know, just taking away everything. Um, and then sometimes I think like it can be deliberated and they premeditated it. They thought about it, um, you know, like things like that. So, mm-hmm. but the actual definition is it is you guys are going to get a lesson you're going to get cornell law school's definition um (laughs) in criminal law a crime of passion is a crime committed in the heat of passion in a response to being provoked as opposed to a crime that was premeditated or deliberated um Provoking serves as a partial defense to a charge uh, because while it does not completely excuse the defendant of the killing, it can actually downgrade the degree of the crime and therefore the associated punishment. For example, Hmm. successfully showing that a killing occurred in the heat of passion may actually lower the murder charge to a manslaughter charge. Oh, well, that makes sense because it has to be premeditated to be a murderer. So. Mm -hmm. Mm And sometimes they say when you are that upset or you're triggered that bad that some people black out and they don't recall what they did. Um, you know, especially say, so say for example, if you were married for like 30 something years, you have all these kids, you have grandkids, da 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 da, and like your significant other just like brings home a 20 year old and just like, do you know what I mean? Like, I, mm-hmm. it would cause a she trigger. She could go. Yeah. Yeah. They both could. Um, (laughs) So. so Very quickly. (laughs) So that's what that's what the actual definition is. Um, So the one of mine, the first ones of mine is Gypsy Rose. Um, And Gypsy Rose became like a national story. Um, Basically. From the time gypsy was born and you know she's always been in that shadow of her mom her mom was always there um basically her mom Dee, Dee um just kept making claims about gypsy's health resulted in a series of dire diagnosis medical interventions um and all these things basically inducing or giving gypsy meds that would induce her to be sick even so though awful. she wasn't she wasn't sick she was a healthy um normal person she you know there was nothing unwell about her um her mother had been lying um and then basically you know her mom just wanted to keep keep gypsy sick but also collect on the you know money she wanted to collect all that you know insurance things and it's just it like breaks my heart on top of it um i mean the last part's a little inky Mm -hmm. i don't like i don't like that her mom did that like when my kid doesn't feel good i hate it because i i can't do anything about it Mm -hmm. and that saddens me and this lady's out here like you know what would be real fucking cool you'd be real cool Uh, you're just gonna be sick forever and i'm gonna really fuck with your body um but like i'll get attention thumbs up yep Yep. and she started lying about her age she had her lie about how old gypsy was actually forging Mm -hmm. different dates on her birth certificate 
like the, her mom wanted the control just like entire control so so the my part my from my understanding the one thing that doesn't make sense to me is that if her mom is like that controlling how mm-hmm. was how was gypsy able to meet um nicholas how was she able to to meet him online how was she able to you know have that type of interaction um that's i something- assume she had to get really freaking sneaky yeah yeah um i mean from what from what i've read um you know her mom was able to like track down like quote unquote friends and you know try to stop things but you know gypsy was able to convince this guy on a dating site to kill her as mom like just flat out she's like i want to be free i want to do this i want to do that and she did he they actually went through with it um i mean how do you how do you go about that like how do you just be like hey i know we just met <laughs> but um, i don't know like i'm not in the rebecca black song yes yeah, so maybe <laughs> i think that's carly ray carly ray jepson Oh, yeah. yeah, Becca Black did Friday, Friday. Oh my God, please don't. Um, Sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, from what, from what I can see, is she faced so after Gypsy got caught, because you know that was the other thing. Like they killed her, and then just proceeded to have sex. Like, totes fine. Yeah, like that's. I mean, I'm not saying that. <laughs> she wasn't quote unquote normal because of obviously all of the abuse and and all the issues that had gone on in her life and there's definitely some mental issues going on um for sure but like i don't know how to feel about that like um you know and when they found her they she was sentenced to 10 years in prison she's actually Mm -hmm. well for parole in 2024 and her boy, quote unquote, boyfriend was sentenced to life. So there's that. But in today, why was he sentenced to life, but she gets parole because she's got the mental incapacity from all the things that her mom did? I think so. Mm. Because the I think the I think what ended up happening was she wasn't in the right mindset because she had been controlled her entire life and you know Mm -hmm. caught up with all these things to make her sick where he was older he should have known better he should have um they all should have known better i mean valid but like don't carry through with it i mean to say the least um and i also think because she would be more of like the the mastermind and not physically acting out on it and i think when you physically act out you get a heavier sentence than the one who actually thought of it because you thought of it you didn't actually do it i think that's the difference um but on a recent update she learned how to walk again eat again and she's healthy and she actually enjoys more freedom in prison than she ever did with her mom so what does that tell you 
That is insane. Her mom was awful. Mm-hmm. So, but she stated that, you know, she's glad she's out of the situation, but she's not happy her mom's dead. So, you know, how do you, how do you deal with that? How do you try to get out of that situation? Especially if you have a parent like drugging you up. I could not begin to tell you. I don't know that I'd be the best uh, person to ask. I'd probably just fall into a spout of depression that didn't end. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 100%. So who's your next one? Um, My next ones aren't like crime of passion, crimes of passion. So I was doing some Googling real quick. <laughs> and I got stuck on this lady that made me want to cry. Oh no. It's not even it's not even like a long thing or anything. It's just what happened. Trigger warning. Um, yes. Jesus. Yes. There's no reason like why or anything so far that I found. But basically in 1980 to 1982, this girl, Christine Falling, was babysitting kids. Mm. And this was in Perry, Florida. Why is Florida? (laughs) Why is it always Florida? I don't know. But she choked five children and the youngest being eight months old to death. That's awful. Over two years time. How did you not notice the first time that it was a problem? What? Uh, That's like, mm. that like breaks my heart. See, that's one of the reasons I don't like having babysitters unless they're family. (laughs) I'm very cautious about who watches my kid. It's ridiculous. And she pled guilty to all three when she was 19 years old. So she had like her life hadn't even begun yet. And she went away. Yep. It says Christine Falling was 19 years old when she pleaded guilty to killing three children. In exchange, the state did not pursue charges for the other two children who died in her care, and it didn't seek the death penalty. Charges may never have been filed if she hadn't confessed. In 1982. So the only reason she got caught was because she confessed? Apparently. Like, what? Yeah. I cannot. I just choked him is what she said. I cannot. That's awful. Just a little. Yeah. That's sad. I don't know if that was a crime of passion or not, but I was passionate about hating it. So there you go. Well, did she have a motive? Like what was like what was her reasoning? She didn't say. I just choked him. Just a little. Okay. Thanks, internet, for that scary thing. So my next one is Travis Alexander and Jody Aries. Fancy. I know. So basically, Travis was murdered by his ex-girlfriend, Jody. Probably for a good reason, right? Um, I mean, <laughs> from what I could, from what I heard or from what I read was they started dating intermediately for like a year and a half and she became obsessed oh good Um, one of these crazies yeah so they were in a long distance relationship taking turns between 
their homes in California and Arizona, traveling back and forth. Um, his friends did not like her and they warned him that she was becoming, you know, too fast and like her behavior was very worrying. Um, mm -hmm. That's a good friend. Yeah. Yeah. You should probably get some if you don't have that. Um, I don't note. have that many friends. Side note, when Sierra was dating before uh, Mr. You know, Knight in Shining Armor came up on his horse, um, I talked to Sierra. I had her send me pictures of what she wore on her dates, where she was going. Like the way, and the sad part is, is like, we laugh about it, but like in all reality, like that's the world we live in. And it was like, there would be times where Sierra would be like, I'll be home by 10 and I don't hear from her. And I'm like, girl, where are you? Like, do I have to come find you? And or she'd like text and be like, hey, just so you know, we're doing this. I don't have a lot of service. So if I don't answer, I'm not dead. Like, <laughs> um, so it, it sounds so ridiculous. Right. It does sound so ridiculous, but it's like at the same point, it's something you have to do. Mm -hmm. um, so get yourself one of those friends. I used to, when I worked at Frenchie's on the beach, mm -hmm. I would get off work at like 11, 12, one in the morning. And I'd walk to my car alone. Oh God. They didn't have anybody walking to your car. So I would get on the phone with my friend, Steven. And I'd be like, Hey, I just need to talk because I'm walking to my car by myself. And he would like, just be sitting on the phone. And he'd, I'd be like, all right, there's this person walking towards me. I don't know how tall they are, but they're way taller than me. So like maybe six feet. They have this color hair. They're wearing this outfit. Their shirt says this and their shoes are hideous. They're blah. And like, I would describe the person if they had an animal, if they had something in their hand. And I'd be like, did you write that down? And he'd be like, no, but it's not hard to remember. An ugly man is walking towards you. And I'm like, you are the worst kind of person. <laughs> if I go missing, you're the one with the information and you did not listen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, everyone should have an if I go missing folder, just saying. I heard that on a podcast. Hmm. Yeah, isn't that like with like your most re recent headshot, your recent weight, recent height, mm -hmm. all that fun stuff? Yeah, fingerprints, um, what you wouldn't wouldn't do, like if somebody was trying to extort something, mm -hmm. like I would never say this or whatever. And yeah. Right. Like I would never respond with one word. I wouldn't say K. So if you get a message back that says K, it's not me. Yeah. Or a thumbs up. I fucking hate thumbs up. <laughs> like a trigger. Hate it. Um, I hate when people are like, sure. Let's go one, too. I had an argument earlier about that word. <laughs> That's good advice <laughs> to make sure you, you have a if I go missing, especially if you have kids and, mm -hmm. you know, because I mean, like, God forbid, like you see these people that go missing and they're like, this is my little, my little John. And they're like, oh, okay, well, how old is he? Well, in the picture, he's eight, but he's now 22. Like they don't, they don't matter. How do you not have photos of children? I'm just saying like, you know, and that makes it even more hard. Because I mean, like, look mm -hmm. at, um, I think it was like what Elizabeth Smart was like, you know, she was young. And by the time they found her, she didn't look like her pictures so that's true yeah so from what i also started is 
he ended up so back to travis and and jody over here my bad you're fine um you know our tangents it's fine so basically it looks like he broke up with her good and you know because he was like you know you're getting too clingy things are are you know just not not happening um so it from from the readings she showed up at his house and they took like all of these like not suitable for work pictures because he was a uh, beginning photographer and did all of these these pictures and did all of these um tapes ah. um, you know because kind of just one of those like okay well it's, we're breaking up da, 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 da. I would never do that with something I'm breaking up with but okay right. same um and then the last photo is I think he's like in the shower and his head's like turned and that was the last photo that was taken before he was killed and the way the trial talks about it is like you can see like from the series of photography that she took throughout the entire thing like you can see where it started to like go down the line and then so when they found him they found him in his home in the shower because that's where they were and he had 27 stab wounds a slit throat and a gunshot wound to the head hmm so she basically took it that if she can't have him, no one can. Um, Apparently, good God. Yeah. And then in the testifying, um, he, the jugular vein and carotid artery and trachea had been slashed and that he actually had defense wounds on his hands. So he was trying to fight her back. Um and then he may have actually been dead by the time he was shot in the head with the gun wound. So it was ruled as a homicide. She yeah. didn't like the fact that no, like his friends didn't like her and and whatnot. So, but she also, Jody also stated that she killed him in self-defense. He was going after her and she had to, she had to fight back. In the shower. In the sure. shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, that reminds me of a girl that a survive a girl that survived. Um, Melissa Dome Hill. Have you heard her story? I've heard pieces of it. Okay, so basically, in high school, she dated this guy named Bobby. I knew Bobby. He worked with me. That was a really uncomfortable conversation after um, with the police. Um, so they were dating for a while. He would complain all the time about her and all this stuff to me at work. And I just feel like, okay, great. We'll break up with her then. Um, so then she broke up with him and he was so upset about it. So distraught. And one day he was just like, come outside. I want to give you whatever. And like, it'll be the last time you see me ever. Right. So then he proceeded to like stab her like 47 times in the face and neck. Yeah. So, uh, and then I don't remember how the, the, like 911 was called or whatever, but 911 was called and he tried to kill himself by taking a bottle of pills, but he did not die and he is still in prison. And that story reminded me of that because she went outside to say goodbye and then he just was like knifed up. Where was, who was that? 
Her name is Melissa Dome Hill. She went to high school with me and then Bobby, I forget his last name, but he worked with me and it was really awkward. Um, it sounds up. Yeah. But she survived and now she's like a motivational speaker and all that. And she married the paramedic that helped Saved her. her. Yeah. That's awesome. I was like, that's cool. At least she got like a sweet story out of it. Yeah. When they got married, I read the post and I cried. I was like, I don't know you really because she was a couple years younger than me. But... Mm. And then all I did was hear Bobby complain about her all the time. Oh, that's not me. I'm, that's really awkward. And again, it's Florida. So. Yeah, very close because it was in clear water. Oh, that's cool. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. It happened when I worked at the Clearwater Bed Bath and Beyond. Huh. Oh. So we're going to stay in Florida for my next one. Um, Yay. We're going to talk about Eileen. Warnos? I don't know how yes. how you say her last name, but that's how the movie says it. Yeah. And so, apparently she wasn't the smartest lady, but she was fierce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was named the America's first female serial killer in 1991. I mean, Belgunis was in 1908, but that's okay, America. Thank you for knowing. So basically, the backstory was her father was a sociopathic child murderer, and he spent time in mental hospitals throughout her entire childhood. Absolutely love that. And he was ultimately killed in prison. Um, She was four, and her grandparent and her brother, she was sent to live with her grandparents. she stayed in a home for unwed moms, dropped out of school, and she became a prostitute. Um, she was arrested many times for armed robbery, check forgery, and grand theft. Hmm. So basically what she ended up doing is she lived on the streets and in motels. And she basically would pick up men on the side of the highway, exclusively truckers. Because as you know, going back and forth, you are in a truck. Um, mm-hmm. Florida does a lot of um export import and whatnot um so she claims that or she claimed that the murders were done in self-defense and the men tried to sexually assault her and between 89 and 90 she murdered at least seven um she also received six death sentences and she was actually executed by lethal injection in 2002 her final words were, I'd just like to say I'm sailing with the rock and I'll be back like Independence Day with Jesus June 6th. Like the movie, Big Mothership and All, I'll be back. I wonder odd. if she made it back. It's a very odd last last thing to say. Um, but she also sold her rights for her story almost immediately after the rest. Um, and if you actually want to see the story, it's called Monster, and it was released mm-hmm. in 2003. So, and didn't Uma Thurman play her or something? I Not Uma Thurman. Oh, dang, who is it? 
but she looked so much like her. I can't remember who. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so basically this this woman just just ran with it. Charlie Starn. Charlie, yeah, there we go. I know I had the wrong name, but the same kind of face. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's what happened to her. And I mean, not for nothing, kind of listening to how she was brought up didn't really you had to see like yeah it didn't like her dad was a big old murdery murderer and you thought this was off kilter for her yeah like i'm pretty sure when they asked like did you know anything i'm pretty sure they weren't gonna say she was very quiet and nice to have in school like i don't know if that would be something that would come up we were actually very close. Thank you for asking. Um, I'm pretty sure part of her story is that she wasn't very intelligent because she didn't finish school. And then she was also a lesbian. And her partner... Um, I don't know. Something about the partner. I remember something about the partner. And she would get in fights because she would think that the partner was calling her dumb. or And then she'd be like, well, I'm doing this for us or whatever when she would kill somebody and then bring Lenny home. Samson. Oh, could be one of those things where you said Chris Watts and I thought of a different Chris. But of them. But of them. <laughs> and I was like, Ooh. yeah. And like her victims were, were, or where she was, was like all over the place. So mm-hmm. it was like Edgewater, Clearwater, Pasco County, Citrus County, Orange Springs. Marion County and Dixon County, Dixie County. So she just like went down the turnpike. Basically. I don't know. Who's next on your list? I don't have anybody else. (laughs) No one else? Uh, Me, if Brad keeps snoring. I mean, um, all right. So next up, Kristen Gilbert, known as the Angel of Death. Yes. Mm-hmm. I so, think there was a male serial killer like this too. Yeah, I think there was. So she was a nurse and she the only reason she did it was because she wanted attention because she wanted to attract more attention from her lover who was a hospital security guard that was the only reason that was her motive she wanted to seek attention wow wow (laughs) pay attention to me my patient died basically like why would that give her more attention I don't know. I don't know. She, uh, I I don't know. (laughs) I I don't have anything for you. Um, it was in Massachusetts. Um, she was a soccer mom. She had two kids and she was married and then got divorced. Um, yeah, she just kind of went cuckoo. I guess would be the best way to put it. Um, And the thing is, is like, she wasn't, she, 
wasn't an odd duck. Like she, you know, she went to school, she got good grades. Like she wasn't, you know, anything like that, but she was a nurse. She was convicted of four murders and two attempted on patients admitted to the, the VA. Like that's just rude. Yeah. Like, Those people fought for your country <laughs> or their spouse fought for the country. Like go fuck yourself. Yeah. And so what she would do is she would actually induce cardiac arrest or heart attacks um, by injecting different um, therapy bags with massive doses of epiphenrin. Um, and basically it's an untraceable heart stimulant. So, <laughs> you know, this is why I hate doctors, by the way. I'm not a big fan. Don't leave me alone. Um so, and then like her, her thing would be, she would check on the patient, do her little thing, and then she'd walk out. And then when they would start coding, she would be the, she would respond to the coding. And then she would often um, resuscitate her patients herself and then kind of just let them go. Um, people started catching on because there was about 350 deaths that occurred when she started working um and she was on duty for about half of them um but the hospital uh, brought it up as oh it was a one in a millionth chance and the only confirmed victims were four of them so mm. yeah she uh basically just kind of wanted attention and just kind of went from there um, I feel like that's not the way to get it, homie. Yeah. Yeah. She's currently, I believe she's in, yeah, she's incarcerated. Um, she's serving three counts of first degree murder, two counts of assault with intent to commit. And she is serving four consecutive life sentences without parole plus 20 years. Oh, okay. So let's see. She'll die forever. In Got it. Yep. Sweet, sweet. So she, the span of crimes was for one year from 1995 to 1996. However, some of them state that they actually date back to 1989. That's the year I was born. <laughs> so, so yeah. And then the last one is a um it is a trigger warning again um it involves kids and family so if this is not one you want to listen to we completely understand because it's actually kind of hard to hear um so yeah we are going to talk about the watts family christopher watts and um this bitch shannon yeah so what do you know about it miss sierra uh, I know that he's a family killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got him confused with a different Chris out in California that killed his family than himself. So he doesn't kill himself. He runs right. away with his lady, his new lady. Kind of. That knew he had a family, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, he knew or she knew that he had a wife, a pregnant wife, by the way. Um and two kids under the age of five. 
Sometimes responsibilities just get you. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yep. Yep. So this also kind of goes back to um, having good friends because Shannon um, was supposed to be returning from a trip um, and she was driven home by her friend and colleague and I guess the way that she was talking about her husband and whatnot caused the friend to worry. So Mm -hmm. when she had missed an appointment, she tried to reach out, didn't get anywhere, um, hadn't heard from anything. She showed up at the house. She wasn't answering. um, And basically this friend like would not stop and was like, I know something's wrong. Something's not right. So she was able to do a, um, well, a welfare check. So when they went there, it was discovered that there was no sign of her or her kids. Um, Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, the story's coming back. Yeah. Okay. So, which was weird because when they found her purse, it contained her keys and her kids' medicine and her phone was actually in between the couch cushions. So the way that Chris kind of made it come off was, you know, she just, she just took off. She went for a walk. She, you know, you know, maybe something happened. We got into a fight and just kind of whatever. And he, he had a, he had a girl on the side who basically was like, I want to start the life over with you. And I want to do this and whatever the case may be. Um, so he from Netflix does a documentary on this. And I think it's called like the American family or whatever. It's actually very tough to watch. Um, because because especially if you are a parent and or married um it's hard it's it's you know me personally I couldn't imagine I you know I could not imagine you know basically being just yeah so apparently um what had happened was he took the girls drove them out to storage tanks and uh he just he smothered them and there was um in in the movie i don't know if it's actually true or the documentary he said that one of his like his youngest little girl basically was like daddy no and like those were her last words and uh it's like it like it breaks my heart freaking breaks my heart and like you know so yeah, it was, you know, just like reading the stories over and over again. It's like, it's just, it's, it's awful. Um, mm-hmm. All because he wanted, he, he wanted to have an affair and he claimed he asked for a separation from his wife. Um, and he stated that the mom actually killed her girls in response to his request Um but it all turned out that that was a lie. Mm-hmm. So like, and that's the other thing. Like if you, if you, if you want to leave and go start your family or do whatever, fucking go, just, just go, just pick up your stuff and leave because not only did he ruin, you know, his, his wife's life and his kids, you know, like he ruined himself. So why not just, 
take your shit and go. Like, that's one of the- It was cheaper that way, I guess. I just like, that's one of the things I don't understand is like, cool, you cheated. You're having an affair. You want to start over, you know, plenty But why was this your first option? Right. Like, I don't understand that myself. Um, I hope you wouldn't understand that. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand that. Um, you know, and, and on top of it, like his wife was pregnant and like, she it was over four years ago and his wife was only 34 years old. Like that's our age. So it's like, mm-hmm. oh, it like just, it hits, it like hits the mom in me. Um, yeah. Have you, do you listen to crime junkie, the podcast? No, um, I haven't been listening. Unofficial accidental plug for Crime Junkie. Um, (laughs) They have all of these stories on there and they do a really good job at going into all the little tiny details and stuff. But this one made me cry at work at my desk. I had to turn it off. Oh, I bet. I, when I watched the Netflix thing, I cried at my desk and I, (sighs) because it killed me just like listening to it. Like there was another one that did that um, because I used to listen to Sword and Scale unofficial plug mm-hmm. one <laughs> and uh I was like immersed into that like it was but like some of them like Sierra and I would I had like, to skip time in some yeah. like I could not yes like Sierra Sierra and I will be the first to tell you we love true crime we yeah. hate horror movies hate. yes but we could talk about Ted Bundy like it's going out of style but we won't watch one um so I have a a side table book in my bedroom um uh serial killers yeah so just light reading before i go to sleep yeah just just so you get an idea and it's like horror is fake but true crime like there are real people out there that do this and Mm -hmm. uh, something's wrong with my brain same apparently um (laughs) but like there was one I don't remember. I don't remember the name of it, but like I was listening to it. It was a couple years ago and I had to turn it off and I have not been able to re-listen to that episode because basically what it was, it was like an illegal um, abortion clinic in New York. And because you know how we have so many laws and you, they can't be over like 15 weeks or, or whatever the case may be. Um, Mm -hmm. And basically this doctor would and this is a huge trigger warning so please proceed with caution um this doctor would take their patient his patients and do an abortion and he didn't care at what you know week or month or whatever the mom was in um so it could end up being like a really late term um somewhere like eight months nine months right on the due date and there was one, there was one of one of them, like a nurse came forward and even stated that we inject them, we inject the moms, kills everything inside. However, if there was ever a chance that, you know, something was born um, still alive, they severed its spine and like basically oh. like threw the kid away. And like I couldn't it's like tell you that her baby. Yeah, I can't tell you how it ended because I couldn't bring myself to finish it. Um, but from what I understand is like he was, if you count all of the terms or the late terms and all of that, I think it equaled to like a thousand or something. So he like ranked like a top serial killer. Um, 
but like yeah it killed me I I still can't I haven't listened to that in years um but mm-hmm. it's like it's still like fresh in my mind because I remember sitting at my desk and it was like I need, I was like I need to listen to like Disney music right now like I can't you know I can't keep going down this rabbit hole um but yeah so that kind of sums up our valentine's day true crime do you have anything or any other cases that you want to add before we wrap up um do you want to talk about bundy because i know you're a bundy guy (laughs) no i'll save him for another day (laughs) well he was a, a crime of passion i mean he was real passionate about it for sure for real but no, I think we've rambled on enough this time. <laughs> I think so too. Could go into way too many details and information. I know. So I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> so as you guys know, we have revamped our uh, segments, our name. We are now, you know, Chaos Chronicles. Um, <laughs> this episode is you know have you ever loved some someone so much it kills you um talking about true crime kind of just going talking about our normal normal things i guess you can say um you know we hope you are enjoying the new content we hope you are enjoying um everything that kind of goes along with this all of our new branding logos all the fun stuff um is there a cat behind you no oh okay i thought i saw something jump up on the wall weirdo it's a ghost can i tell you the light you know how i had to tell my phone to turn my light on in my bedroom this bitch keeps turning itself on when no one's in the room not cool ghost not cool um what was i talking about uh rebranding yeah (laughs) rebranding all that sorry fiera distracted me um i thought i saw a cat Oh, I didn't go into the cat fiasco that happened to me today. You did not. We'll have to save that for next week. Okay. So, um, so yeah. So that's kind of where we are. We have a couple other things up our sleeves. So make sure you are paying attention and listening in. Um, and please remember, we do not own the rights to any of these true crime um, no. cases. It is all public knowledge. It is all public record. Um, kind of yep. where we pull their information from and we do not own any of that um, it is also for our podcast is also for entertainment purpose only so please yeah. do with that what you will do not take anything legal advice or medical advice from us it is as Lord, entertainment no. <laughs> um, and our podcast is also not suited for young viewers and listeners so please also take that into consideration um, and especially talking about kind of like a, a tough and deep topic like this one, I would highly recommend listening with earbuds. So there's that. All right, Sierra, send us off. Thank you everyone for joining us today on this episode of Chaos Chronicles. Uh, we appreciate you being here and spending your time with us. Um, if you'd like to reach out to us on our social media, our Instagram is underscore chaos chronicles and on facebook you can find us at chaos chronicles and that's all i remember
Yeah. That's, that's it. it. That's it. <laughs> Guys, I'm new here. Not really, but I'm going to pretend. So uh, insert finger guns and have a great night or day, whatever time you're listening to it. Oh, my God. Stop talking. I can't. You've been listening to Chaos Chronicles, where we embrace the chaos of everyday life. Thanks for joining us and be sure to come back next Thursday for a brand new episode. And don't forget to follow us on social media to keep up with all the chaos behind the scenes. We're on Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. So give us a follow and stay up to date with everything for Chaos Chronicles. And if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and leave a review. Thanks again for listening. And remember, chaos is just another word for adventure. Until next time, stay chaotic.